Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the hell begins. And as of yesterday, I hope some of you listened to what I said yesterday. I don't know that you did. I'm quite sure that probably I don't carry that much weight with you uh, in your life. But, you know, I told you yesterday, I screamed at you yesterday. I begged with you and I pleaded with you to get rid of that spouse of yours that is beating you every day. That spouse being the stock market. And yes, my friends, it was up for three days in a row. It was some of the fastest peaks that ever was in history. And kaboom, it's right back down again today. I told you what happens after your spouse tells you he's beat the crap out of you. He knocked you silly. He's threatened you. And then he tells you, I'm sorry. I love you. It won't be that way anymore. Please stay with me. Please don't leave. What do you think every financial planner out there on TV and radio is saying? You shouldn't get out now. Please don't leave us now. And I told you, hey, it just went up 2,000 points in two days. Let's get out. Now, you, you've you been begging. You were begging for it to go up 1,000 or 2,000 points so you could get back some of your losses before you got out of this terrible arrangement, this relationship, this abusive relationship. And some of you did. I bet there's some of you. If you did, give me a call. Uh, our number here is 866-582-9933. If any of you were smart enough to get out yesterday or the day before uh, when we are talking about this, give us a call at 866-582-9933. Now, I know many of you um, don't like to call and talk about your situation, but this is one you could probably feel pretty good about uh, telling people you got out while everybody else is in there right now getting beat again. Your, your spouse has come home today. And he's madder than ever, and he's already dropped 800-some points today, and wow. Man, where do you go from here, huh? 
where do you go from here? I don't know what you're going to do, but you're down 865 points. Let's talk about what we're going to, what's going to, we're going to cover today. I'm sorry. For the last two weeks now, I've been covering the COVID virus 19 and uh, COVID 19 virus. I'm mispronouncing it, I think. And um, I've talked to you. You need to worry about your health, your food supplies, your income, your security, and your investments. So the stories have been all about that. I've been telling you that. Um, if you want to get your information or if you want to get your questions on the air, just go ahead and send your questions to askdell at l-u-i-n-c dot com. That's askdell at l-u-i-n-c dot com. Now, from there today, we're going to talk about the bad stuff, and then we're going to talk about the better stuff, and then we'll talk about the good stuff. What I want you to understand is that some people go with their plate of food. Ever since as a kid, uh, I was the guy that was the guy that wanted to put off gratification because I knew the gratification would be better to end with the good stuff. So some people would eat all the good stuff on their plate and leave the bad stuff at the end, and then their parents would beat them to try to get them to eat that bad stuff. Me, while I was starving and hungry, I'd eat the bad stuff. You know, you've got kids, you understand. There's two different kinds of kids, the ones that are going to be successful, the ones that eat the bad stuff first, and then the good stuff because they're willing and able to put off instantaneous gratification for long-term gratification. And so, as usual, the way I approach life is, let's look at the bad stuff first. If we can live with the worst, we will enjoy the best. That's the way I look at life. Uh, You know, some people say it in a different way. They say it's something along the lines of uh, plan for the worst and uh, hope for the best, somewhere along those lines. So what does that mean to you? It means that somewhere along the line, this thing is going to end. And so as I answer your questions, to what you should do and what you shouldn't do, you've got to keep in mind that someday this is going to end. Now, what we're worried about is what's going to happen from two weeks ago when they started laying people off to when they start letting people come back to work and they start trying to revive the economy. Throwing money at the economy, right, is not doing anything. Why is it not doing anything? Yeah, yeah, the wisdom of Dell. It's not doing anything because I know for a fact the money's going to go to the rich people and not the poor people. Yes, everybody's going to get a check for $1,200. That won't even pay your rent for one month. That's not going to pay for your gas, your car, your electric, your food, your diapers, your pampers, your cigarettes, and your beer. So I don't know where they think this is going to solve the problem. Is it money in the economy? Yeah, that's stimulating the economy a little bit that way. But the bottom line is until they let people go back to work, this country is in trouble. Now, what I also want you to understand is every day that they don't go back to work, they're getting deeper and deeper. And that's why you can see the president is so upset. He's worried. He's worried because he let the liberals convince him that science and medicine said we need to quarantine everybody to be able to stop this virus. Now, let me quote or stop right here and say, I'm not arguing that fact in any way. But I'm saying he didn't like that and he didn't want to do it because he knew that by shutting down the economy, he was going to shut down the country. We are now going to go into a GDP fall of almost 25 percent, a fall in GDP, not an increase of 2 percent, not an increase of 3 or 4, like a great economy, 4 percent increase in GDP. We're going to lose 25 percent of GDP for this first quarter. Now, my question to you is, are you really so naive as to think that a swimming pool that was completely filled with 100,000 gallons of water, or like my ponds have 11,000 gallons of water in one of my ponds, let's just round it to 10, and now I empty the pond by 50%. Boom, I just let it all go. It's out. 
Now I put a little teeny hose in there, and I start filling it back up. When I empty my ponds to clean them, it takes us about two hours with pumps to clean, to empty those ponds out. I put a couple big giant sump pumps in there, and boom, it's out. A couple hours, it's done. But when I fill that thing back up with a hose, it takes days to come back. Now think about the economy as like that giant thing, the ocean filled with water, or this pond filled with water. And the fish live in the pond, and without water, they die. So our fish are living without very little water. They're very, very scared. Things that are going on are not normal, and fish start jumping out of the pond. They start killing themselves. They start going crazy. People are going to start going crazy if this goes on too much longer. Don't know how long it's going to go. Not saying it's going to go on forever. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying it's going to end at some time. And what we need to understand is the decisions we make today to overcome the fears of today cannot be put in place to cripple us when it's all over. If you make short-term decisions that cripple you for long-term existence, then you're going to be in way bigger, way bigger hurt than you are right now. And that's the way I'm going to answer the questions from this point forward is that, hey, this might come to an end. Second... All right, in following that, we've got a situation right here where you have a tremendous opportunity to change your life. Uh, This is the positive. I guess I shouldn't have gone to the positive right away, but I'm going to do it since I've gone there uh, a little disrupted here. It is an opportunity for you right now to change your life, to do things in your life. And I have a list of things I recommend you do during this uh, layoff that we have going on right now. But it is your opportunity to go ahead and get yourself involved and invested. This is the time for you to learn. This is the time when before you said, I've never had the time to think this through correctly. I've never had the time to take any action towards my financial situation. We need to look at your income and your security and your investments right now and to teach you how to manage those so that you can, when this thing comes to an end, start taking advantage of the opportunities it's going to create, which it is going to create a lot, you need to be there. So what we've done at Lifestyles is we've made some changes this week. If we came up with an idea, maybe we need to make things a bit easier for people. So first of all, we're gonna do a bunch of free workshops. They've listed down here three different dates. I'm not gonna try to read them off to you in the radio. There's no way you'll be able to get them all out. Uh, first one's March 31st, That's but there, there's tons of them. There's going to be more of them. What you need to do is to register for the date you like. To do that, I want you to go to, and you need to write this down. If you're driving, pull over. If not, go back to the um, podcast and pick it up when the podcast comes out. But where you go to register is freeworkshoplivestream.com. All of our workshops are going to be live streamed right now. There, you don't have to come in. There's no risk of your health in the comfort of your own home at the time and place that you wish to take it because there's multiple places you can take it in times. You can watch this you know, live broadcast via this live stream. So go to freeworkshoplivestream.com. That's freeworkshoplivestream.com. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show.
Dell says the things you just can't say to your friends, boss, kids, financial planner, spouse, even the cat. Need him to deliver the message for you? Don't worry. Dell's past show archives are just a mouse click away. So go to DellOnTheRadio.com and turn your speakers up for everyone to hear. Dell delivers his daily Dellisms and liberating unconventional wisdom 24 hours a day at DellOnTheRadio.com. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to fivewayswemakemoney.com. That's fivewayswemakemoney.com. What would two to $500 extra income a month do for you? It's one of the five ways investment real estate earns money. And at Lifestyles Unlimited, we will show you how. Lifestyles Unlimited has been teaching people how to invest in real estate for 29 years. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you the five ways to make money with real estate investing. The first way is cash flow. Cash flow is the reason we seek passive income producing assets. When you have cash flow, you have income. You buy a piece of real estate where the rental income is greater than the monthly income by a decent margin. Lifestyles Unlimited will teach you about proper cash flow and other ways that real estate makes you money. To learn how and attend a free Lifestyles Unlimited workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimited.com and learn the map to financial freedom in less than five years. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimited.com. That's lifestylesunlimited.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. As uh, we have been for the last two weeks, we're committed to getting you through this COVID virus situation, help you make some logical decisions through this stuff. As I said in the last segment, you got to start thinking about what this is going to look like once it's all over with. It will come to an end. There will be an end to the COVID virus. Um, however it comes to an end, whether it comes abruptly and just disappears, like happens sometimes, or whether it just slowly but surely trickles away into the sunset, it's going to happen uh, one way or another. Now, there is going to be a massive amount of disaster before it gets gone. Uh, you know, you've got the president on one side saying it's, you know, it's not a problem because he's just gotten destroyed by the Democrats making him close everything down and now he's killed the economy he knows he has he's scared to death that it's going to impact him being reelected as a president because he's coming out of the greatest market ever then you got the Democrats on the other side that want to make him look like a fool like he didn't move fast enough like he's not you know digging deep enough I saw it today on the news just Real quick before I came in here, the Como uh, has now stated something like the apex is 21 days for New York or something like that. Uh, that's somebody beating Como upside the head. Somebody's telling Como to shut up um, and just shut down all your negativity and so on and so forth because somebody's on his case right now. Um, you can tell these guys are fighting with each other. 
Uh, they do not agree on what's going on because they don't have the same politics. It's not about everybody wants everybody to live. 30,000 people a year die of the flu. We're at 1,000 people right now. Uh, we keep this up. We're, you know, six months into this. What are we in right now? March, we're three months in, so four times that, and we got 4,000 people. Yes, that's more than normal. No, it's 30,000. I'm sorry. We're not even close. So, you know, it, it, it's not what it is that it is. It's what the Democrats and the Republicans want you to believe it is. Say, well, the people are dying. Yeah, people get killed in car accidents every day. 50,000 people a year get killed in car accidents, guys. More people die in a year in car accidents than died in all 10 or 20 years we were in Vietnam, which was a total of 50,000 American soldiers. So come on, guys, get your numbers straight. But what I'm saying is it's not that the virus isn't unbelievable. It's what we've done because of the virus. They have set up a situation where the cure is worse than the sickness. And the economy is going to be destroyed. Now, where's the positivity in that? Because if you can hang with us and get through this disaster and come out the other side, there are going to be losers. There are going to be losers in this event. And those losers have to lose to somebody. So who's going to lose? Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the first negative thing that I saw today when I woke up. Here was a thing um, came out. Let's see what came out from Lima One Capital large mortgage company, right, says, due to the ongoing volatility, and by the way, Lima One sends out an ad every single day that we've got capital, we're lending, the world is great, come to us, we can do anything, right? Then they sent this today, flash. Due to the ongoing volatility and uncertainty of the capital markets, Lima One has made the difficult decision to put a temporary hold on all rental loan closings. So there you are. You're in a contract. Tell me what I told you two weeks ago. Don't go into a deal right now. Why? You're in the middle of a loan closing. You've got hard earnest money and boom, they won't let you close the deal. Now you lose your earnest money. Many commercial contracts do not have a financing contingency. Many single-family loan or contracts do have a financing contingency. But this is talking about commercial lending. So, boom, you got no, com no financial contingency and you can't close on time, you lose your earnest money. Wow. This goes on and reads, this change will impact all closings after March 31st, 1920. In addition, we are no longer accepting new rental loan applications during this temporary hold period. So now you're in a contract trying to buy something. And what happens? You can't get a loan. All right, now this is just one loan company. This isn't everybody, okay? But I'm just showing you, it's gotta start somewhere. The next one, it goes down and says, Lima One continues to underwrite and close loans during the period, but must temporarily modify our loan programs as the financial markets dictate. We continue to accept applications and fund fix and flip loans. In other words, we'll give you money if you sign personally for the money, and if you're going to go in there, buy something, turn it around and give us our money back right away. And if you don't, we're going to come after you. We're going to come after your property. We're going to take your property, and then any difference we lose on the deal, we're going to come after you personally for it. And there are going to be people that are going to fall for this. I'm going to show it to you in a minute when I show you some emails I've heard. However, as we announced earlier in the week, the markets and our capital partners require us to originate these FNN loans, which is fix and flip loans. 
at a lower LTV, all right? So in other words, we'll lend you some money, but we're going to put you majorly at risk. We're going to make you put a lot more down. And with other structural changes, similarly, we will continue to accept multifamily uh, applications, but we'll only fund these loans on a case-by-case basis as the market appetite for these loans is changing rapidly. What is the case-by-case basis, guys? I'll tell you what it is. They're only going to lend to guys like me. What is different about me? Am I better looking? No. Am I smarter? No. Do I have more history in the business? Probably not. I've got 30 years worth, but that's probably guys better than me or have more. What is it? I'll tell you what it is. My net worth, my liquidity, that's what's different about me. While everybody else is living on the edge, shoestring type life existency, I've got liquidity. And so do a lot of other people that are really smart. They have liquidity. And so you say, well, all you speak about is leverage, leverage, leverage. Yes, I say every time you buy a piece of real estate, there should be leverage. I've got leverage on every piece of real estate that I own other than my personal residence, which I don't need. And so, yes, I do believe it, and I do follow my own terms, but I didn't tell you 90% leverage. I didn't tell you 85% leverage. I'm currently, uh, my portfolio is at about, I believe, 60% leverage. Don't hold me to that exact because I haven't measured it exactly, but it's very low. And it has been for the last 10 to 15 years been low. Why? Because I'm very careful to keep liquidity along with growth. Grow, 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 liquid, liquid, liquid. Do it together both at the same time. All right, next one here. Had another one here that I thought was uh, interesting. Let's see what this one says. The rapid evolving COVID-19 outbreak and the steps that authorities around the world have taken to combat it. Oh, this is, I'm sorry, I should tell you, this is Wells Fargo. This is one of my major banks, Wells Fargo. It says the rapid evolving COVID-19 outbreak and the steps that authorities around the world have taken to combat it, the steps that authorities have taken, get this, have caused us to rethink the forecasts that were released only just a week ago. We now look for the U.S. economy to contract more than 5%, right? 5%, not annualized, just 5% right away over the next two quarters, making it the deepest peak to trough decline in real GDP in the post-World War II era. There it is, folks. That's two major banks, Wells Fargo, Lima One, saying, guess what, guys? World's change, rules change. We'll lend to you, but you better be really strong. You better be somebody we know we can get our money back from, because if you can't prove that you can give us back the money, we're not going to lend you the money. And so when all these things happen and you're buying assets that have no cash flow, because that's where we're going to get the steep discounts. You know, somebody keeps telling me, well, no, you're not going to be able to get a steep discount because there'd be more people and more people and more people want to buy. They can't buy because they can't get loans because there's no income. We'll take a short break. Be right back. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. 
Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about survival through the COVID-19 virus. We have been for the last two weeks. And uh, one of the things I want to tell you before we get started here in this segment is that uh, as we go through, we talk about what you should be doing. I've got a whole list of things. I wish this radio show was two or three hours long right now, to be honest with you. But we should be doing a lot of different things. And one of the things I want you to be doing is reading. And I've got a whole list of books I want you to read. But I also want you to come to our seminar. We have an online seminar system you can come to now because we, we're doing everything by live video, almost like TV. Uh, it's live streaming. And we've got seminars what you used to have to come and watch live, you can watch them over the video streaming. We have a bunch of our two-day seminars, which is our startup program, and I want you to listen to this very carefully. This is what I'm doing to try to help you. You can laugh at me and go, yeah, it's a marketing ploy. All right, it's a marketing ploy. It's what I'm doing to try to help you. Our two-day seminar is the basis for almost all learning. You're gonna get enough information to buy single-family and multi-family properties during this two days, two intense days of training. Normally this seminar is a $740 retail price. We sell to different discounts now and then, but the basic entry level price is 740 for two days. And I'm gonna let you have it right now for $197. And that $197 not only includes the ability to take the class one time, it gives you a one year membership. During that one year membership, there's all different kinds of things you can take advantage of. If you go to our website, you can learn about it, but there's lots of different stuff. There's, there's events almost every week, uh, in fact, almost every day right now because of the COVID virus and educational material that's just boundless, okay? So for $197, you can come to this two day class, take this, and and when it's able to be live again, anytime during that year of membership, you can come back and take it live if you want to. If you want to take advantage of this discount, write this down. You need to go to financialfreedomlivestream.com. Now, the name of this membership that you're joining up to is called the Financial Freedom Membership. So if you can remember that, it's financialfreedomlivestream.com. Let's get you in here and let's get you educated now. As I use that as a leader into the next segment, I'm talking to you about all kinds of things that go wrong. And there are people in this world that really know a lot. Like I can barely even program, turn my TV on with all the electronics and stuff. It's just not something I focused on and so I'm not very good at it. Uh, everybody has something they're good at and everybody has something they're bad at. But a lot of people are bad at finances and they don't understand them and they make bad decisions. So. Even people who decide that real estate's a good idea, they've been sold on the idea that real estate's a good idea, they have never taken the time to learn how to do it correctly because they, like everybody else, believe, well, if you can figure it out, I can figure it out too. And the other lie that's going on right now in this world is that you can learn everything over the internet. No, when I go searching for information, I use the internet to find out who I want to go to for information. I go and research enough stuff that I don't sound like an idiot and then I find the people who really know what they're doing and really have um, a history of working well with customers. That's what I use the internet for. I don't try to expect that I can learn everything from the internet because they're not going to give away all the insider secrets. Now, I'm not saying I give away insider secrets in my seminar. I'm telling you, it's so much information, you could never assemble it and put it together in your mind the way you need it without spending years of trial and error to get there. We're going to shove it in your brain in two days, so you want to go to that. Now, having said that, let's talk about people that make bad decisions. I got an email from a guy 
It's an interesting email, and I've got to dissect it for you. And I'm not even going to give you the guy's name because uh, he has joined as a member. I've convinced him through this his lack of information, what he's trying to do, that it's probably a good idea for him to get some education before he goes out trying this stuff. He said, I just bought a house at a tax sale, okay? So he went to a tax sale and bought a property, which means you have no guarantee of what you're buying. You have no guarantee of deeds. You don't have title, you don't have clear title to it. Uh, you don't have uh, title insurance on it. You haven't done inspections on it. Who knows what you have? This is a disaster. Secondly, and I don't have the cash available to renovate the house second disaster he bought something he doesn't even have the money to renovate are you following me now tomorrow we have a tremendous economic crash what's gonna to happen to this guy he's not gonna be able to take care of this house he's just gonna sit there and it's gonna rot away he's gonna pay taxes on it and homeowner association fees on it and he won't be able to rent it he won't be able to sell it because it's a disaster all right he goes on and says I don't want to flip it. I might want to live in it after I'm finished. If I use the 203K loan, I know I have to technically live there for a year. What's the cost-effective way to rehab it? It will take twenty to 35000 It's after-repaired value afterwards is only forty-five to 60000 Here's a picture. Here's a picture. Use a hard money loan instead of refinance. Well... He's concentrating on how to accomplish something you shouldn't even want to accomplish. Why would you want to do this? Now, he later writes with me, we, we, we work up a, a, you know, I'm trying to help the guy. I really feel sorry for the guy because he's, he's making some mistakes here. And, you know, he's buying this thing and he's renovating and then he's going to sell it or he's going to live in it or whatever. But who wants to live in a home that's only worth, after total renovation, forty-five to 60000 bucks? Where is this home? What kind of a home can you buy for forty-five to $60,000? And would you really want to live in it? And why would you buy a house you don't have the money to renovate? And he's saying, well, can I use a hard money loan? The answer is yes, you probably can. Can you get a 203 loan? Yes, you probably can. However, you're going to have to have credit and you're going to have to have income. And if you don't have credit, you don't have income, then you're not going to be very you're not going to be very likely to get those types of loans, especially in this time and place. So it's people that are making these decisions like this. And the guy signed up, so we'll get our hands on him and see if we can work him through this and make sure he doesn't kill himself. But the bottom line is, is that, you know, when people make these decisions, they don't even know what they don't know. They don't even know the questions to ask. He owns a property. He purchased a property he doesn't have clear title to. You don't know about tax liens, do you? You think you've heard something on TV about them. You heard that you can buy stuff 10 cents on the dollar. But what you don't realize is why you can buy them 10 cents on the dollar. It's because you don't have clear title to the property. Bingo, bango, believe what you want to believe, oh, I don't buy them. That's why I've never lost money on them, because I don't do them, right? Uh, next one here says, I really appreciate you doing a daily show during the virus crisis. I saw the article today and I thought really pointed out the way you saw both polit political parties are really useless for the little guy. During one of the worst times our nation's face, we're working in financial bonanza for a few, for a few very rich people. Take care. Look forward to seeing more. Okay, he sent me an article that talked about now this new tax, um, two, this $2 trillion bailout bill that they just sent is going to create a situation that 
real estate investors can take over $500,000 in depreciation against other passive losses. Well, the truth of the matter is we've always been able to take over $500,000 in other passive losses if we were what we call real estate professionals. If you were not a real estate professional, you could not take more losses from your real estate against passive income uh, than what your passive income was and or up to $25,000 more. So with this new thing, there's going to be some rich people out there that are going to have the ability to write off some of their passive losses from real estate against their passive income from the stock market, from bonds, from interest rates and so forth. So for example, if I take my interest from all of my savings accounts that ha are holding my money until I'm ready to start buying in this market, um, that interest could be covered by this depreciation and hence not pay any taxes on that also. All right. So again, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. It won't do any good for poor people. The next one is forbearance of mortgages. It's the next question I'm getting a lot. And I want you to understand that there has been no indication that there will be forbearance of mortgages on single family houses. Although they did say that there's some congressional chit chat about not allowing people to foreclose on personal residences. I uh, don't know what they're going to do with rental property, single-family residents yet, um, and or multifamily properties. There have Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have come up with uh, some alternative forbearance-type opportunities. Looking into these opportunities is very, very, very technical. And like I said yesterday, we're running into the issue of, number one, um, how do we solve this problem? Uh, if they don't allow us to evict people, how do we ever get back on our feet? So if we wait three months before the forbearance and don't pay our mortgage payment for three months, but we don't evict anybody for three months, by then we might be 50% occupied and 50% of people needing to be evicted. If then they say that you cannot evict people after uh, the forbearance period for up to three months or whatever. Now there's another three months we can't evict and that's another three months we stay at 50% occupied, right? So the bottom line is forbearance may not be the sweet little tool that we all think it is. I have more on that and I'll cover it when we come back from the break. We'll be right back with the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days, for a week, a couple of months, a year? How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. You have to decide, am I willing to get in right now? Is the world over? Is the good world over? Is it going to crash? Miss your chance to ask Dell a question during the show? You can connect with Dell off the air, too. Go to DellOnTheRadio.com, click on the Twitter link, and ask your question. Hashtag AskDell. I believe that a good teacher has the skill set to be able to bring people through multiple levels of learning that are completely different from one another. Have a comment for Dell instead? Use hashtag TellDell. 
Talk 13.7, the right choice. Unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. We are uh, discussing very highly technical situations in this last segment here, uh, which is forbearance loans. We're really talking about the COVID-19, how to get through it here. And, uh, you know, we're every day, so you want to follow. You don't want to get off the show. You want to follow it every single day. We're talking about health, food supplies, income, security, investments, all the things you're worried about right now. And the last topic as we went to break was forbearance on mortgages. And one of the problems we have with forbearance on mortgages is the other things that are attached to that agreement. If the bank allows you to not pay the mortgage, they're going to make you do a bunch of other things and jump through a bunch of hoops. And two things uh, that we think are problematic and we're looking into is how long are they going to make you not evict tenants? Because how do you actually ever get back on your feet if you don't evict tenants? Remember, the the eviction courts are piling up with potential evictions right now. And if it takes three months for us to get to where they'll start evicting people, let's hope it's only a month. Let's say it's a month more. Uh, so now you've got the whole month where we haven't been able to evict people. And then people will start trying to evict. And now you've got 20, 30, 40 percent of your tenants on eviction. And you find out that, boom, that's going to take you two or three months to get into the court process. You know, one month first just to catch back up, then two or three more just to, you know, to get through all the ones that are out there. So two, three, four months from now, you you know, you're still with no payments. Now, one of the alternatives I've found uh, and if going to look into today in more detail is getting a small business loan. Uh, I read something yesterday about small business loans in this bailout package that will allow you to borrow the money to pay your mortgage payment and pay your employees. And if you agree to not lay off any employees and agree to always make your mortgage payments and use the money only for those two things, then they will lend you the money. Here's the thing that sounded great to me. The thing on the other side was if you do that and you work through the entire process, they will forgive the loan. Now, I heard Trump say that they would forgive the loan on TV. I read it in this article. They said they'd forgive the loan. To me, that's the thing that could actually save many people's butt. If they can borrow the money to operate the property, take that loan and save the day, and then if they do all the right things with the money, then the government might forgive the loan later on down the line. I mean, that actually would solve the problem if it were true. Now, I talked to somebody about that today, or I sent that out to a bunch of people I know, and one of them came back and said, yeah, I tried that last year. I looked into one of the loans, and they had this thing in there that said, you have to put a lien against your property, and my underlying mortgage company would not allow us to put a lien. That's against our loan mortgage package uh, laws. And so I couldn't do it. So there's the other thing. we got to find out how it works in with that. So these, these things are very complicated, way more complicated than the average person is going to understand because myself with 30 years of experience and a bunch of really smart people around me, we're working through it. And it's going to take attorneys. It's going to take people to, you know, the government finally. I don't think they even know what it's going to do yet. So you got to work through that. So there's a lot more to hear about forbearance in the future. We'll talk about it as it comes up. The next one is, what is the steel deal in this market? I'm getting this question over and over and over again. Okay, Dell, if you're waiting for a steel deal, what's a steel deal? Let me explain to you what it's not. Over the last five years, what we've been doing is people have been buying properties uh, on the come. What that means is what will it be worth next year? So if the, the seller will put in there a pro forma set of numbers saying, you know, if you keep doing what I'm doing right now, we've been raising the rents across the board. We've raised the rents on 10% of the people. If you continue that and raise the rents on the other 90% of the people, then this thing will be at this amount of income, which will make it worth this. And that's what I'm selling it to you for. 
I'm selling you the opportunity to get back to where it should be. So the time you buy it, at the time you buy it, you're really paying more than what it's truly worth at that moment. This is happening all the time. In fact, it's happening so bad that mortgage companies couldn't even make loans on these things until they decided to start doing this thing where they will allow you to get an interest-only loan. That's right. Interest-only loan is what they're going to allow you to do. Now, think about that. What happens when the interest uh, or when the amortization kicks in, you have to start paying it? Well, now your payment's much, much larger. And if you haven't fixed something or changed something by the end of that interest-only loan, you're going to have a hard time even paying your bills. Uh, You might go bankrupt on that situation. So it's really become a gamble to buy. What would be a steel deal? A steel deal would be buy a deal at today's numbers. When they give you the financials, you actually buy it based on those financials. That would be a steel deal. I mean, that would be an incredible steel deal. You don't have to buy it below what it's worth. Just buy it for what it's worth. And that would be a steel deal. Right now, everybody out there that's trying to buy would laugh in my face, Dell. There's no way it's going to come back to people actually selling stuff for what it's worth. There's too much money out there. Hey, you've been right, it's been right, that's been right for the last five years. There's no way people will stop buying. They're so, I don't want to say they're stupid because the stuff just keeps going up and going up and going up. And so in their mind, they're winning, right? So that's not a problem. The problem is when it starts going back, someday, if it goes down, people have to sell the real estate for what it's really worth. And buying it for what it's really worth is a steel deal. Now, in single-family houses, it's a completely different animal. You've got a situation where people are not going to be able to stabilize their properties, and they're going to lose them. And when they lose them, they go into foreclosure. They're just going to want to get rid of them. And you will be able to buy at 10, 20, 30, 40% below market rate, depending on what there is. All right, some other quick ones because we're coming to the end here, and I just want to, you know, string some of these together. Is uh, intended to inform me he doesn't want to pay. What should I do? The bottom line is you can't evict him. You either have to make the decision. I want to evict as soon as the, so I can get myself into the, the queue. So when they start evictions, I can and go for eviction or sit down with the person and make an agreement. Say, so, okay, here's what what can you pay me? Let's make a new agreement, a side agreement that you'll pay me this much, and if you pay me this much through this recession situation, then I will keep you in. And I will then in the other, when, when the recession's over, we'll go back to paying regular rent. But I won't evict you. I won't ruin your credit. Remember, guys, even though everybody says they're going to get free rent and all this stuff, they're still going to get evicted. They're still going to ruin their credit, et cetera, et cetera. And by the way, same thing for you. If you take a forbearance on your mortgage, think about what that does to your credit because it will impact your ability to get loans into the future. All right, next one. I heard your radio show and now I'm scared. I'm in three deals. What do I do? You can't do anything. You're in the deals. But I assure you, if you're in our three deals within our company, everything I've heard so far except for one deal, and that deal had already been blown up before all this COVID stuff ever came about. Everybody I'm hearing is talking and working and struggling and figuring out how to get through this thing. And they're positive and they're working hard and they're hoarding cash so that we can stay in business. This thing goes only a couple couple more weeks. They're going to have no problem at all. This thing goes a couple more months it's going to start getting dicey after a couple more months. If this goes six months, probably 25% of us will be gone anyway. So it's just a matter of how bad it is. Right now, I wouldn't sweat it. There's nothing you can do about it. Hoard your cash, too. That's the key secret right now in life. Hoard your cash. And get in for that seminar so you can get the education necessary to be ready when it comes. 
to the Dell Momsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Momsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.